dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. DJ Killer Kid. Boss. And Hazel. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. Inside. Real deal. Straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make the show. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash, DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. A. Dizzle. Episode. 314. It's it feels like it's been a long ass time since we had a pod, man. Feel like a lot of shit has happened. I don't know where y'all want to start. We can start wherever y'all want to start, man. It's wide open out here in the streets. Hey, I'm about to say what y'all been up to. It's been it's been what, two weeks? Feel like it. Shit, shit. I've been going hard DJing. I feel like I've had a million events and a million things going on, especially this weekend. Um, so for me, uh, where do I want to even start? So we had, we had the whole, <laughs> we had the whole bye week. So I've had, what to say? So we started this this weekend, black tie weekend, shout to, shout to Rice State. <laughs> I had the uh, Friday party. It was super, super fun. I had a great time with that. Um, my first time DJing in that venue, uh, nice little, Little lug on the body, had to go up to the fourth floor, you know, equipment, all that stuff. But it was super fun. Got to see a uh, good big, big brother stay famous. He he came through, and I saw him, and a whole bunch of just rice day people that I only see a few times a year. So that was really fun. Um, had a wedding last night at Presidential and Kettering. Um, they were super super like just it was just like a in the pocket wedding. It wasn't no wasn't no hiccups, wasn't no fumbles, it wasn't no down, the people that came to party, party, people that came to chill, chill, and it was just a nice little vibe, so had that going on, uh, Book Trot was homecoming, doing that next week, so excited about taking it back to my alma mater and turning up the kids one time, um, my own kid went to her first homecoming, um, Hey, got, got, got to see my daughter all jazzed up for the first time, and I'm kind of glad I wasn't there, because I probably would have got a little, little, little emotional seeing her. Seeing her face to face, but uh, we surprised her with. Uh, she didn't know she was getting her makeup done by the lady that did my wife's makeup for my fortieth. So that was our my little gift to her. Is this? Uh, I got a question. So yeah. this is the same daughter that previously got a ride home from band camp from OG Bobby Johnson. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> was that person the date? No. So okay. She was a freshman year, went with the freshman friends, so it was her two her two best friends. Um, they had a whole I don't want to call it a day, they had a whole week of preparation. They was a getting, week. They was getting body scrubs together, they was getting nails and they was getting every little accessory together and Amazon boxes coming every day. Had to get her hair done, she got her hair braided. It was it was a whole thing. It was a thing. But, uh, wow! You only you only go to your first homecoming once, and you only have your first child have her first and things. So I wanted to, I know I wasn't gonna be able to be there to like see her in person and send her off and all that. So um, shouts to her friends, parents. They kind of hosted a come over here and get dressed, come over here take your pictures. Matter of fact, I'll even pick y'all up. Y'all can spend the night, have a little sleepover too. So they had a whole little kickback yesterday, and it was they had a great time. So it was, it was cool. man. Sound like prom gonna have to be next level. The first prom was like this. I mean, first homecoming was this spectacular. This actually was the easy one because next year my eighth grader is in ninth grade, so then it's just two, ninth and tenth, tenth and eleventh, eleventh and twelfth. So it's it's gonna be double dipping every event. So here we go. What if you get asked to DJ the homecoming? I, I got a soft ass to do the prom. So, wow. So I went to a... Short How show. embarrassing. 
How embarrassing. Nah, my daughter is just, she, she thinks I'm one of the coldest, so she she would be hot because I asked her about the DJ, DJ situation for the homecoming. <laughs> they, they just had a playlist oh. of the kids' put together playlist. So it was all the kids' favorite songs on the playlist, and they were just iPod playing. So it wasn't even no DJ, apparently. So, but she so said your they daughter's had the plug. Your daughter's the plug. <laughs> yeah, she has no problem with they turn up, turn up prom. She has no problem. That's dope. That's dope. Dizzle was popping. Uh, trying to get back active, man. I've been taking, I've been on hiatus from hitting the gym. It's been about almost a good two months since I've been and I'm paying for the gold package I don't know why so I'm like man I'm paying this money I gotta get back in there so I've just been to the gym yo what's, what's good <laughs> what, come, what comes with the gold package not shit for real <laughs> <laughs> like you get to bring a badge not even they, they threw away our badges <laughs> so um the gold package I guess you get like the massage chairs in the back I don't ever use those. You get a discount on like the Gatorade. I use that for sure, but um, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. And then you get to bring a friend, but I don't ever bring anybody. So, it's so like, this is Planet Fitness, right? Yeah. I think I got the gold package too. I don't <laughs> ever use it either. It's not needed. <laughs> <laughs> so you be buying Gatorades and you own a vending machine? <laughs> See, the thing is, I don't own a beverage vending machine. I just got the snacks, uh, not not the drinks yet. Gotcha. Got Coming you. soon though. Coming soon. <laughs> uh, golfer Dizzle been hitting the hitting the greens, bro. I've been out here. I got I got you a whole new passion. Yeah, for sure, most definitely. I'm, I've been pricing out golf clubs. Uh, then been on base two times with my dad to to golf. Was supposed to go either today or tomorrow, but I think he's bailing on me. So I might just hit the, uh, what's the shit called? Driving range. Driving range. Yep. Yep. <laughs> My algorithms is changing up. I'm starting to see golf videos on YouTube now. Like, yeah. shit is getting, it's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. Um, yeah. that's it. Just been chilling for real. Back on my, um, five day a week at the, at the job. So. Yeah, I, I'm counting down to my next vacation. Oh, it's my birthday month. You know what I'm saying? Usually I don't even do nothing. I'm not doing nothing this time, but I'm at least. I'm what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna think of something. I'm gonna think of something. Ain't this a big one, like the three O or something? Is it? it you is. should know. <laughs> it is. I be having to do the math at this age now. I be having to like really do some math. Yeah, it's just thirty. This this is a. Uh, I got brother. Yeah. Oh, I went hooping too. Like, man, my body is sore. I'm I'm sore for not working out. Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, sounds about right. <laughs> for not working out and then really going ham this week and then hooping on top of that. Like, I need an ice bath. <laughs> man, I've been in the same boat as you, Dizzle. So before I went out to Arizona, like I was playing it safe. Like, basically not going nowhere. So I wasn't going to the gym in the morning, like, because I didn't want to get sick prior to going out there or miss this trip or whatever. And then when I got back, I didn't go to the gym this past week because I'm going home to Cleveland because I already risked being on an airplane, being out in Arizona, kicking and everything like that, not trying to get my mom sick or anything like that. So I've just been playing it low-key. But next week, I'm back on my grind. I've got to get back on my grind at the gym and everything like that. I mean, I think the most active thing I've done since I've been back from Arizona is I went for a walk and cut the grass. That's like the most active. <laughs> yeah. I came from this, this sleeping in thing is pretty cool. Sleeping in till like seven in the yeah. morning is ain't bad, ain't bad, especially when you're used to getting up at five thirty in the morning. And the weather been good too, so you can like it's like chill with a little. You don't drink coffee, but the like morning coffee, sun beaming in, not too hot. Like it'd be good mornings to chill and do nothing. <laughs> but shit, man. Go ahead, go ahead, Kelly. I, I, I'm about to say it's definitely the hoodie season. My favorite time of the year. I can like do this. Wake up, have some coffee and hoodie. Get out mm-hmm. there, nice little brisk. Wake up. I love it. It's my favorite time of the year. Thanks. So this is what happened. 
as everybody knows, last day of summer was last Wednesday. Well, two Wednesdays ago, I guess. So it was 90 here. It was 90 here in Ohio and everything like that. So I flew out to Arizona Thursday morning. Get to Arizona. Obviously, it's a desert. It's hot. It's like 100 the entire weekend that we out there. I get back. Wifey picks me up from the airport like about 1030. I step off that bird, step out of the airport. Burr! It's been, it's been frigid. <laughs> Especially because I was used to the good weather we had here and was had the great weather while I was out in AZ. I was like, it's taking me a minute to adjust to this 65 degrees, man. It's yeah. definitely hoodie season. Windy as fuck. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. 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 So, as I was saying, Arizona was off the hook. Arizona was a good ass time. So, myself, I get out there on Thursday. Uh, my brother and one of his best friends, Big Hunt, they get out there on Friday. We stand at one of my brother's best friend's house, Kelly. We stand at his crib. He got a pool, got a gym upstairs. No, I didn't work out. I was lazy. <laughs> I was chilling. I'm like, nigga, I'm on vacation. I'm not working out or anything like that. But the craziest thing about it being out there is the sun sets at like 730. But it's still warm outside, so you feel like you should be going to do something. <laughs> but then your body clock starts catching up to you because 7.30 out there is 10.30 here. And I'm like, normally at 10.30 here, I'm starting to wind down, like starting to relax. I'm about to go head to bed. So I was struggling, especially on Thursday night, to stay awake. We was watching the Steelers and the Browns game and just hanging out. But then on Friday, when my brother and uh, Big Hunt got out there, we went to this tequila bar. <laughs> and uh, me and my brother got approached by these uh, young ladies. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that makes it feel good. Yeah. Make good. <laughs> needless to say, needless to say, Penny's voice still got it because they were trying yeah. to holler at the, the voice. But uh, the one girl come up to me and was like, rate this boomerang. From nine to ten, I was like eight and a half. Damn. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. That's so a, I hit him with that line. That's, that's a B plus. <laughs> that's what I said. And then she hit me with it like, you don't like white girls. <laughs> I'm weak. Then they uh they was like, Wait, you're married? I was like, Yeah. And then they looked at my brother. They was looking at him. What about you? <laughs> he was like, you know. And then they just left me and started talking to him. I'm <laughs> weak. So he was out there. Had a good time. I think I sent y'all a couple of uh, pictures from out there. But uh, that was pretty dope. Then on Saturday, you know, Ohio State was playing. So we went to this Ohio State bar. And when I say in this Ohio State bar, it's an Ohio State alumni bar. And it's like three levels, if I'm not mistaken to this bar so we like down on the ground level where they actually show the game and have game sound but like when they go to commercial or they go to halftime it is it's party time in there dog it was not about the game you know like here in ohio if you go to b-dubs or roosters or whatever people there to watch the game mm-hmm. not out there people out there to be seen to get drunk to have a party and it was nothing but them, boom, doo, boom, doo, boom, doo, boom, doo, boom. <laughs> nothing but them jams the entire time we was there. Now, on the second level, which we didn't go to, I was told, like, they played nothing but that the entire part of the game. So I'm like, yeah, I'm glad we were down here on the the level floor. We can actually watch the game. Uh, my brother was getting hit on again by some older white women. Like, he attracts these 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 older li- white ladies, man. <laughs> And he better, he better get that retirement check. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like the one lady that kept hugging him said her boobs felt like cement. <laughs> then she had a bad boob job. She kept rubbing up against him and everything like that. But uh, that shit was big fun. Big fun out there. And then on Sunday, we went to the Cardinals Rams game. I say this, Aaron Donald plays for the Rams. Big ass dude. Big ass dude. It is totally different seeing an NFL game on TV versus seeing it in person. That dude is huge, but he's not like tall. He just like diesel. So we stayed out there, watched that, hung out on the uh, 
on the levels. It had good food, not just like stadium food. Had a real good time. And then flown back on Monday. But I'll say this. This is my first time being in the airport since they lifted the mask mandate. And y'all know how I get down on my <laughs> I, I'm not going to front. Your boy was nervous. Every time somebody go, every time they sniffle, cough, <clears throat> I turn my head, be looking around. <laughs> you had the hand sanitizer bottle already ready. <laughs> I did. I went around. So I had a layover in Chicago, a two and a half hour layover in Chicago. So I'm hungry. I was trying to find like a little corner so I could eat, take my mask off and eat in peace, man. Nah, man, I had to eat around people. I was like, oh, I'm not feeling this. I'm not feeling this at all. But a nigga had to eat, man. But <laughs> AZ will be seeing me again. Definitely a good time out there. Love it out there in AZ. That's what's up. You still in vacation mode? You drinking a, what you drinking? A brewski? Is that a root beer? <laughs> blue moon, blue moon, blue moon, mm-hmm. to, blue moon to soak away my sorrows for me talking shit to Killer on fantasy football last week. See, I was being, I was gonna be light today. I started starting to pot off with the Dizzle comment, like well, I should have worn my Bengals hat today, but mm-hmm. uh, but I left it alone. Cause... Talk about it, talk about it. I deserve it. Well, I say y'all, y'all screwed me royally today on my gambling. So I thought I had another week of Trubisky, so I tried to sneak in a little Trubisky lineup, and uh, they pulled the plug on Trubisky at halftime. Brought in the dude from Pitt. I don't even know his name. I just know you quarterback that Pitt, but uh, Kenny Pickett. He came in, had a couple good drives, couple good things happen for him, but uh, everybody in the AFC North except for the Bengals lost. So. Uh, Baltimore gave up another lead. Steelers mm-hmm. had a lead, gave it up. Browns had a lead, gave it up to the Jets. So that's a whole bunch of two and twos, and it's a one and three, I think. Yeah, man, it's all bad. Uh, the Ravens could have took the lead today. They were fourth and one from the uh, goal line and decided to go for it. And then the Bills just drove down the field, kicked the field goal to win it instead of kicking the field goal to take the lead when it was tied at 20. Like you said, the Browns were playing the Falcons and pissed away a lead. Steelers made a quarterback change, go up 10 points in the fourth quarter with the rookie QB, pissed away a lead, and you called it. The Bengals and they all-whites was the only team to get a dub this week at the AFC North. Not bad. Not a bad week. I ain't tripping. Um, That was against the Dolphins, though, right? Am I tripping? That was yeah. the Dolphins game, the, the yeah, Tua game. Talk about it. Talk about it. I don't know what's going on, but before that game, I've been trying to trade Tua. I don't know if y'all been in the <laughs> chat. <laughs> I don't know if I had a feeling or something. I'm like, let me. I gotta get rid of this nigga. <laughs> yeah. This nigga cold blooded. <laughs> I did see him on the trade block for you. So when I when I saw the first one, uh, was that against who were they playing? That I don't even remember. Raiders maybe. Um, uh, when he got first got something on his back and mm. he stood up and had to stumble. Buffalo, really, playing Buffalo. Buffalo. If you really watch that video, when he stumbles and gets up, first thing he do is kind of grab his head and kind of like gather himself. Mm-hmm. So like I know they were saying that uh, he was passing the test and but back you, issues, you, back problem. Yeah, try to put it on his back, but you visually saw what happened to that man and you know that he got hit hard. And then for it to have a, have a game five days later, and this time, not only did he get set to the ground, but it was a 300-pound man kind of like using his momentum to hip toss him. So it was like a around-me hip toss, and it really slammed him down. And hands seizured up. He had a block of the body. And uh, the thing I thought about was like that's like a, a guarding symptom for a concussion. So... I knew it was bad when I saw that hand lock up. So uh, I, I told the wife right then and there, I said, oh, somebody getting fired. I said that right then and there, somebody getting fired. Because these these uh, outside neurologists, they already making six figures in their own profession. And then they get picked up by these teams for four or five, six months or however long they get picked up for. And they make a bag doing that. And for them, supposed to be the, the, the middleman between you're healthy enough to play or you're not. You know, that's a that's a big time investment that uh, or a big time lawsuit that that could be on their belt if he has some really bad you know 
injuries or he could it, it could really turn ugly for them. So I knew somebody was getting fired for that. I just I felt that. So they did fire that neurologist, and I'm sure medical staff is on deck. So so let me ask y'all this: How much is on the player? Because let's be real. The NFL sold the Thursday night package to Amazon for a billion dollars. In turn for getting that billion dollars, the NFL players union was like, if we're going to agree to this, we're going to need a bigger cut. So the players get more of a cut from that percentage. So that's one. And then two, we already know, we know football players, they tough dudes. They don't ever want to say they hurt unless they truly are hurt. They're going to say whatever to get back on the field. That's just how they're trained. That's how their their minds operate. Like, they think, all right, if I can walk, if I can breathe, I'm going to go out there and play. So how much of this goes on the player from needing to say, hey, man, I'm not okay? For a concussion, you can't – I mean, I, there's, there's some. Let me say that. There's some responsibility on the player's. But that's the doctors. They're the ones giving the green light or the red light on him even having an opportunity to say he's okay. Right. And everybody knew that that was not a back issue. And I ain't played not a single minute of even <laughs> high school football for me to have seen enough hits, for me to see enough niggas get knocked out and getting concussions and know that, yo, that nigga was, he wasn't, he wasn't there. He wasn't right. They put him back in that game. What four or five days later, another concussion. Then they say he was flying home. Is that Ooh. ain't that against like some concussion safety? Why is this nigga flying? Why I don't is- know. I have no idea because a concussion means your brain is rattling, so that probably means it's swollen. So getting inside of a metal tube, uh, fifty thousand feet in the air, probably is not a good idea either. I I have major questions about that. It's so many questions, and like, like to answer your question too, how many times have we seen the doctor grabbing the helmet, the player furious, wanting to get back in the game, and you see the doctor on the side like, hey, we got to go to this tent, we got to go in here and do these checks, and we'll go from there. Like, that's their job is to be the person that's protecting, you know, the asset, and you can't, you can't have one Thursday night game be your end-all, be-all, because that motherfucker could be out for a minute. Yeah, I'm with both of y'all, man. I think what they really need to do, what the players' union needs to do and the league, they need to agree to take that out of the player's hand. You have no say-so in a head trauma injury. We, as the doctors, tell you if you're okay or not. You can't tell us that you're fine. You got to remove them from it because a player is always going to say they're fine unless they can't walk. Those are the only times you ever see an NFL player say, I can't go is they blow their knee out or something like that, or they separate their shoulder. Even, like, when they separate their shoulder, they pop it back in. I'll go back out there. Look at T.J. Watt. He just tore his peck. He would, reports was he was trying to play this week. Like, these dudes are crazy. So I think a lot of this stuff you got to take out of their hands for their own good and for the betterment of the league, man, because that's a bad look for the league. You got to think about it like this. If Amazon Prime, they pay a billion dollars for this product, People that don't have Amazon that are Cincinnati Bengals fans had no intentions on buying Amazon, but they were like, man, forget that. The Bengals, we just want, went to the Super Bowl last year. We got a good quarterback. We got star wide receivers. We breaking out our all white unis. Forget it, honey. Sign us up for Amazon. People that signed up that night, that's going to be the lasting image in their mind about Thursday night football. So it's a bad look for them. And then as soon as you turn on the TV the next day, that's leading Every news station, they ain't leading with gas prices. They ain't leading with the hurricane. They leading with my brother Tua out there with his hands locked up, man. That's scary. Yeah, super scary. We're going to see. They're going to have that nigga suiting up next week by the way they looking. Factual. Them boys is wildin', man. But I, I have a major gripe to pick with the, uh, the fantasy football commissioner. So I told you, send it to the email. We'll get to you in 24 to 48 days. So a trade happened. Well, let me just talk to Killer then, just man to man. I mean, <laughs> the trade got approved. Yeah, but the trade didn't get approved until yesterday. I wasn't um, able to adjust my lineup, so I was stuck there. I didn't know what was going to happen. 
So I had to have Sumaji Piran as a starting player because mm-hmm. my lineup never switched. So he gave me a nice goose egg. A goose egg. Commissioner, See, can you explain? That sounds like a coaching error. No, that's not a coaching error. The the trade never went through. The trade the trade got accepted on Wednesday. So, if I am not mistaken, when you make the trade, it tells you the time when the player is going to be available. It ain't a mystery. No, 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 no. I accepted the trade. And it tells you. It didn't go through until Sunday or Saturday evening. And I'm just like, what's going on here? Like, I really would want to put this other player in his spot, but I'm left with the with Samaji Piran, the backup to the backup, and I got a goose egg. So now, not only am I already on a two-game losing streak, I'm about to be on a three-game losing streak. <laughs> He's deflecting the coaching error. So wait, so you're saying the trade went through Saturday, and you yeah, didn't... this it, morning. You had this morning to set it up. But Samaji Piran played on Thursday. That's a coaching error. That got nothing to do with the trade. If you make the trade a day sooner... The, no, 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 no. The trade got proposed to me. I accepted probably two seconds after it because I was like, hey, man, Steelers offensive line stinks. Najee Harris is not going to get busy. Get him about to paint. And judging from the trade that I made, my coaching was excellent because the guys that I got in the trade, one guy gave me 21 points. The other guy gave me, you know, he's on the bench, uh, 24 points. So it sounds like that trade was good. It's just a simple fact that I was left to hold Samaji Piran as a starter because the other running back was unavailable until it pushed through by the commissioner. That's all I'm saying. I just feel like I I just feel like I this 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 league is out to get me. You know what I mean? It constantly having these constantly having these weird weird times for the draft and everything. Now we got this mishap with the, the trade not going through until Sunday at 5 a.m. I'm just. Killer, what's your, what's your thoughts? Cause I don't see a problem by the, by I'm the befuddled. rules. I'm befuddled. Uh, yeah. I think, I think as a team owner, you, you should value your assets more than just on a weekly basis. You got him for the rest of the year. You know, you got, you got nine, ten more lineups to, to, to set him up and, and, and see how this, how this trade goes. So. You can't expect a trade that that went down on Tuesday and Wednesday to clear for Thursday night football. Like that, that shouldn't be expected. No, nah, I just wanted to get some IGP run out of my starting lineup because I knew it was not going to do anything because he had garbage. Should draft <laughs> better. I did. I did draft mm. better. I, dra- I drafted Najee Harris. This dude's supposed to be a backup. It's all good. Y'all gonna get y'all. Y'all gonna get y'all. What's the score? Let me it's see. A lot to a, you, I'm you losing can... to a nigga that only got. I think he ain't even got a win yet. That's the problem. Yeah. And it's a girl. It's like I'm about to have big, my first big Shan. Big Shan. And who the hell place. expected this nigga Geno Smith to have the game of his career? Hey man. That was nuts. If you was if you if your team was a little better, bro, I'm sure these complaints would be in the email. Man, I just feel I just feel like this league one is and like, three one and three ain't bad. It is. It is bad. bad. <laughs> Don't pacify me. <laughs> one and three ain't too bad. Kill about yeah, to go up. Can we keep it real? I have a I'm bad team. My first loss. I'm about to have my first loss. I'm about to have. But about to be three and one. Okay. Hold that L. Hold that L. Hold that L. Hold that L. It's a long season, man. Yeah. True, true. I get very impatient. I want instant gratification. I want instant success for my team. I put in a lot of hard work, but it's not going my way right now. So so we were talking about uh, white girls earlier. Are we going to talk about the uh, uh, Adoku situation? It's been, it feels like it's been a while, but we haven't had a pod since. He uh, been suspended. Bring everybody up to speed, Dizzle. Shit, to my knowledge, this nigga was getting it popping. This nigga, <laughs> isn't he? So the head coach of the Boston Celtics, Ime Idoku, is that what I'm saying? Am I saying it right? Close enough. Close enough. So he's already a fiance to Nia, D. Nia Long. D. And Nia first year head coach of the Boston Celtics gets. At this point, is it still accused 
of sleeping, having a consensual relationship with some of the uh, women in the organization. Yeah. The details, unless I I haven't gotten the true facts, like who I want to know who this chick is. Word on the street is it's the owner's wife. Is, are y'all hearing this, or am I just making this up? The what I heard is a high-ranking official in the Boston Celtics organization. It's his wife. That's that's a rumor. Exactly. It's also somebody that it's also a rumor that is a different female that just works in not just but she's just an employee of the Boston Celtics. And I heard that she the, this person, whoever this said person is, was in charge of handling travel arrangements for coach, for coach family, for so he kind of she had to <laughs> schedule flights and organize things so she kind of that's, that's a little close to home, brother. Close to home. So it sounded like he was dabbling with somebody of importance. And then, so what really got me kind of curious about the details, because I feel like they will eventually come out. We will eventually figure out some more than what we know now. But Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes initially was defending him, uh, but quickly retracted his defense and said that it's more egregious than what we know. Mm-hmm. And if Matt Barnes is saying this, then it's got to be some shit. Yeah, because he a messy nigga, too. He a messy nigga, too. <laughs> so this all happened when, shoot, I think I was in AZ, if I'm not mistaken. So when you first hear it, you like, obviously, my first reaction was like, yo, he's stepping out on me alone? Like, mm-mm-mm. Niggas <laughs> just love to fumble, boy. Niggas just love to fumble the rock. But then, like, more stuff started coming out, more accusations or more rumors, whatever, about the potential staffer it could be. Could have been uh, the one lady that's uh, on the Boston Celtics coaching staff. And, you know, that was pretty irresponsible. Basically, people putting screenshots of her out here and comparing her to Nia Long and everything like that. She a married woman. She's like, hell, I ain't had shit to do with that. They ain't got nothing to do with me. So we messing up people's happy homes and everything. But my biggest issue with the Boston Celtics is, and this probably is higher than my pay grade because it's an HR situation, you suspend them for the entire year. You know where this is headed. This is headed for a, a eventual termination. Why not just terminate him now? Because this story is just going to linger and linger and linger. Like, I was of the aspect of saying, hey, you know what? Coach, you fired. And person you was sleeping with is fired because it's in the handbook to say, hey, no fraternizing, no humping other employees. Both y'all fired. Y'all deal with that mess outside of our organization. But come to find out that the female brought the complaint to HR. So you can't fire her or you'll get sued by her or sued by the person bringing the complaint. So you suspend him and now you're just left in limbo. You left in limbo. You left asking a million and one questions. You left with Brad Stevenson and higher management of the Boston Celtics having to put on a press conference because of what Coach Aduku is accused of, and you really can't say anything. But if you fire his ass, then you could just be like, hey, he broke the code, bylaw, blah, 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 in the Boston's hand, Boston Celtics handbook. And everybody out there that works a job, there's a handbook that you get when you get hired at the job. If you read it, it'll state in there what you can and what you can't do with other employees. Nine times out of ten, mofos don't read it. And mofos is out here acting dirty like Coach Dooku. <laughs> I'm probably butchering the shit out that nigga's name. Ain't I? <laughs> yeah. Nah, man. Nah, that's, that's one of the, this is one of the bigger fumbles. Um because like it, like I'm just going off of Matt Barnes. If he said it's egregious, I'm thinking it's something crazy. So it's only it's only going to come out. Um, they suspended them is probably them just holding that nigga from getting another job. Like if you fire him, he got the chance to just work for the Hawks or somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So he literally just came off the of NBA champion. But champion does that really split. matter? Does that really matter if he coaches for somebody else? It ain't like he got the codes to the nuclear device or anything like that. He's just a coach. 
a one a first year coach that uh, took his team to the finals. For sure, for sure. I don't know, man. I think it's I think it's it might be messier. Oh yeah. Than what we than what we got, and that could be just another reason. That could be part of the messiness, them being petty and just holding on to him. Like, I'm sure this is affecting his pay. He's still getting his millions of dollars being suspended. I doubt it. Or maybe he is. They just trying to send his ass home. Put a percentage on this. Is it more than one female that he was out there getting dirty down with? Nah. Oh, it's just I one. I hope not. Nah, nah. It's got to be a, a handful. I'm thinking. I, I think so too. I think he was running game on a whole lot of, lot of, lot of out there in Bean Town. <laughs> That just kind of brought me to a concern. Is Mia Long still got the? Does she got? Does she got the box worthy of of, of being the coach's wife? Sound <laughs> <laughs> mm. like sound like she 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 not saying she has anything to blame with this, but it sounds like there was a problem going on, and uh, he was looking for something else. So come on, killer, you know the baddest of the bad get cheated on, no matter what, no matter what. I mean, shoot, Holly Berry got cheated on. Nah, Nia Lona got cheated on. Hot girls get cheated on too, just like hood rap. Yeah. I don't know, yeah, black men don't cheat, I don't know. Factual, factual. Talk that talk, brother. Talk that talk. <laughs> so my question for y'all is, how does this affect Tatum and Brown? What does this mean for them with the Boston Celtics long term? Because he was a great coach, or is a great coach, up-and-coming coach. He was hard on the players. He was barking at them like it was AAU ball, and they took it. They took the coaching, and that's one thing that we hear about today's NBA player. They don't want to be coached, but they accepted him coaching them and coaching them hard, so how is this going to affect them long term? You think like, all right, man, hey, man, we don't have our coach that we was cool with, that we liked. We out of here. Trade me to the Hawks. Trade me to the Lakers. Nah, man, they got to get it done. I ain't, I ain't got no excuse for them. Their team is better this year. They've been to the conference finals a couple times. They've been to the finals. They got the recipe. Shouldn't no coach be able to stop them from reaching the finals with the roster they got, they veterans at this point. Wow, you don't have too much acclaim for coaching. Shit. Steve Kerr coaching the Nets. Like, they ain't got no excuse neither. They need to be in the finals. I don't like, know, man. Shaq and Kobe couldn't get it together until they got field. And then there was no excuse. They, they got to get Brogdon in this rotation. They got, True that. They got, got some, they got some work to do on that end, so they, they should be able to stay focused on that. I will say this, man. TMZ ain't shit. I saw the clip <laughs> of them running up on Nia Long. Nia Long and their son asking about, have you talked man. to him? Like, y'all niggas is scandalous, man. I couldn't do that to somebody, man. And then you can't punch him. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> right. in your face with that bright light, asking violating questions, you can't do nothing. Hounds, hounds. Did y'all see ESPN's top 10 players in the NBA for the upcoming season? Did not. Oh. They do this every year though. When they put, you know, either weak people in the in the top five or purposely exclude, and then in this case, they excluded KD and LeBron from the top five. Let me pull up this list so I can give y'all the exact list. Oh no, that's that. There we go. Come on, come on. They got John Morant too high. He at this point. In this point right now, before the season starts, they got John Morant overrated. I forgot where they had him at specifically, but I do remember when I saw it, I'm thinking he ain't there just yet. He ain't he ain't done what he needs to be he ain't done what needed to be done to be in that conversation. I All right, need- here go the top five. Here go the top five. Steph at five, which is kinda weird. He did just win the chip and finals MVP. Embiid at four, Luca at three, Joker at two, Giannis at one. 
it's what they do, man. They live. I, I think they do it purposely. There's what is Luca doing in there? What is him? Embiid don't need to be in there. Luca don't need to be in there. Get them two niggas out. Trade in LeBron and Katie, and then with the list is fine. I got a problem with Steph being at five. I mean, Steph, you think he higher? Should be at two. He just won the championship. So I don't put him at one then. Cause yeah, he ain't fucking with Giannis. <laughs> Cause he ain't fucking with Giannis. That's why. Like I, I mean, but like five behind behind Luca, who's also a point guard, who he's better than. Get Luca out of there. Behind and B, who Get this season. Shouts out to him. He's a, officially a U.S. citizen. Uh, and B, who plays about seventy games a year. Come on, man. Like I think they doing. Young Steph Derby, dirty. I think they doing it pretty dirty, man. Uh, let's shoot. Devin Booker at ten for some ungodly reason. That's ja- that gonna be too high. Is that high or what? I think that, that is too way high. too fucking high. Yeah, I would. He wouldn't, he wouldn't be in my top ten. He should be down like around eighteen to me. Ja Morant at nine. That's a little high for my blood. KD at eight. Seems seems a little. Low, but I think think it might be right. I think it might be right. Tatum at seven, I think that's fair. Bron at six, probably top four. But yeah, man, some of this is a little wonky, man. Especially that Devin Booker for me. I think that's the most egregious one, hands down. Yeah, man. Basketball season preseason is going on right now. I didn't even realize it. They got that nigga. What's his name? Juan Benyana. On ESPN, I think was last night and tonight. Oh, the young boy from uh, where are you from? France. He like seven seven. <laughs> yeah, with a handle and a jumper. <laughs> crazy, 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 man. Shit, since we still uh talking this sports talk, man. Floyd Mayweather, he out here still knocking dudes out in these exhibition matches, man. Get racked up another twenty M's for an exhibition match. Is Floyd ever gonna fight the other Logan brother? Is he gonna do that? Because that's what people want to see. People not checking for him flying over to Japan knocking out some dude we never heard of, but people are <laughs> checking for him fighting one of the Paul brothers. <sighs> I, I think oh, it'd be good. Oh, it'd be good for entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Um, and hell, them, them them Paul brothers been shocking the world, and they've been uh, putting uh, quality uh, shows on. I would say like things that you thought it would be a little slow, a little light, or a little skeptical. Like like they really been knocking motherfuckers out too. So at, at this point, it just be entertainment for boxing. It, it'd be it'd be like when they do the, the the TNT golf thing randomly, where you just got Phil and Tiger playing against. Know, Tom Brady and whoever else, you know, whatever. So it'd just be something good for the show. I think we got a good one coming up uh, in terms of entertainment value. Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. Not bad. Not bad. Anderson Silva, how old is he, though? I'm about to say, is he? Is this going to be like George Foreman out there fighting? <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Silva been boxing, though, I thought. It's going down been- October 29th. Ain't that your birthday? I'm I'm on the 16th. Okay. 16th. Yeah, Anderson Silver up there in age for sure. He's still been knocking folks out, though, man. But I'm going to need Jake Paul to start boxing some white folks because I'm tired of seeing him beat up black folks. <laughs> <laughs> Anderson Silva is 47 years young. Oh, yeah, this is George Foreman. 47? Yeah, 47. <sighs> I'm going to watch, but I don't need need him to start fighting some white folks. (laughs) Would you fight him? Fight who? Jake Paul, Logan Paul, whichever this motherfucking name is. That be knocking niggas out. They're not. Yeah, for a bag. (laughs) I get in that ring and be quick. 30 seconds. See a nigga running around the ring. As long as the check clear. (laughs) This nigga wallet, man. Yo, man, we got to give an R.I.P. to Coolio. Coolio uh, passed away. Gangsta's Paradise, Fantastic Voyage. 
R.I.P. to Coolio, man. I don't even know how long or if we said this. We got an R.I.P. Jesse Powell, too. Yeah! Yeah, Jesse Powell passed away as well. Um, I didn't know that uh, he had sisters that were singers as well. I think it was, is it something for the people? Uh, those were his sisters, apparently. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that until he passed. And I know, yeah, I know you get that, Jesse Powell. You off at a ton of weddings. Oh, man. I always played yearly. Hell, Coolio, too. Coolio, Coolio can squeeze in the Fantastic Voyage or Gangsta's Paradise real quick. So um, definitely uh, RIP to both. And I wanted to say, just kind of while we're unfortunately on a sad topic, uh, prayers to everybody involved with that hurricane. That Man. hurricane looked to be nuts. I had some family that lived in the Fort Myers area that stayed. I was super worried about my cuz um, because they took pretty much a direct hit. Um, but he, uh, his house is okay. He suffered some yard damage and stuff like that. But one of the lucky ones, because uh, I've seen and read some stories about people that was uh, washed away. Their whole house is washed away. Whole communities, um, houses is just gone. Water surges was like 12 feet. I mean, it was it was nuts. So definitely prayers to everybody involved with that hurricane. Absolutely. Good buddy of mine, Craig, he lives in Tampa. They got hit, but didn't get hit too bad. But, you know, he lost power for a couple of days. But um, it hit Orlando real bad. And, you know, people that rock with the pod know that uh almost took a job down there in Orlando. So I was talking to my friend that lived down in Orlando. He stayed at the radio station during the hurricane because they had a backup generator and everything like that. And his condo was on the second floor. But the people on the first floor of his condo, shit is totally flooded, totally flooded. And they were showing pictures and video of Orlando, like neighborhoods that were totally flooded and freaking alligators just swimming down the neighborhood like, oh, shit. So it's, sharks. I done seen some videos of some sharks. I'm like, what is, yeah. bro, it's like Jumanji, bro. What's going on? Yeah, crazy. I crazy. Saw, crazy when I saw a guy on a boat. Had to ride the storm out, and the only thing that saved his boat from getting thrown around like everybody else's was it got stuck to a building. Mm. So then the the people in the building felt like it was safer to be on the boat, so they had to get onto the boat. And this is like a storm that was moving slow and was like hours and hours in. So they literally said walking like running from the house to the boat, a hundred mile an hour salt water getting thrown at you felt like BBs like just like tagging you so it was damn i mean just a crazy story they survived um but like this boat was in a place that had maybe a hundred boats and like all of them are gone except for his his was like the nose of it was went through this building and got stuck it was crazy lucky ass yeah crazy awesome prayers for sure man oh real quick while we're still talking about coolio i actually saw coolio at jd legends <laughs> was that just a, my mom saw him a few months ago i don't know if that's the same no this like was legends tour or something like that it that was it was here. it was just some random saturday night don't ask me why i was in franklin ohio on some random saturday night and we was like oh coolio here let's go we <laughs> saw coolio so, did, yeah. he, did he do the ken and kel theme song i can't remember i can't I, remember I will say Coolio was probably one of the first rappers I was able to like recognize and know something word for word. Keenan and Kel was like my all time favorite show. I was, I wanted to be Kel, like literally <laughs> drinking orange soda. So just memorizing that theme song, Coolio definitely always got like, he got a spot in my heart because that, uh, that theme song still go to this day. RIP Coolio. So, does you put this in the in the chat? Alcohol trick? Yes, uh, for all my fellow drinkers, uh, if you currently have some alcohol and you would like to participate, uh, we we can give you a second to grab your drink. So this works for me with tequila. We are tequila drinkers. Hey, absolutely. Do y'all have hot sauce? Uh, of course, I'm black. Of course, I have hot sauce. If you have a shot glass, pour a couple of, like, maybe a good three chunks of hot sauce in there. 
pour the shot in there, take your shot, you will not taste any alcohol. So that works. I'm certain folks know the lime juice. You can right. do the same thing with lime juice, but hot sauce works. And then something that I saw on TikTok, I may try it, is do y'all have a water filter? Like we got a pitcher that has like a little Brita filter. Yes. Pour your alcohol in the in the filter, you will still get fucked up. It don't taste like it don't you can't taste a thing. I did see that on TikTok. Really? Pouring some alcohol into the Brita and then pouring shots for him and somebody off camera and they was they was just surprised at how you couldn't taste the alcohol. They said they was doing Hennessy, like pouring Hennessy (laughs) (laughs) pouring Hennessy in the filter. They was like, This tastes like flavored water is what they were saying. We don't do the hen at the Nash household. (laughs) No hen? No hen. At least no hen for me. I can't speak for the other person that lives here, but uh, there'll be no hen for me. <laughs> I don't really mess with dark liquor like that. Mm. Yeah, we got tequila for me and Bacardi for the wife. My wife loves her some Bacardi. So. So, yeah. Tequila on this side. Tequila mm. on this side. I'm going to have to try out these tricks and uh and come back and give you all update. <laughs> Since we just jumping all over the place with the topics, man, Killer, this really pertains to you. New guidelines from the American Academy of Pediatrics says kids can now attend school with headlights. You got three little girls that go to school every single day. How you feel about that? That's some bullshit. Yeah, that's that's wild. Bullshit. You said they can just freely come to school with headlights? That's a that's a problem. Thanks. Speaking of kids that are problems. Hey. <laughs> 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 no, nah, yeah, that's 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 nasty. That's a <laughs> Especially when I think about like my first grader. I mean, she's at the age where she wants to do anything and everything, be around. Like her ideal of like doing something for the class is like she'll write uh, Valentine's notes or like it, like be great and put a candy in it. And like she passes these out to like not not just one or two friends, but she needs she'll ask the teacher for the class roster because she want to make sure she don't miss nobody. Like she wanted them kids so. Like that's that just, that just sounds scary for a kid like that that is always gonna want to be a, like a people's person. Mm-hmm. I don't want my I, I don't want life being another thing I gotta be looking for. <laughs> Man, that's disgusting. You know, like, whenever all these like conversations about kids and dirt and griminess come up, I always think about my homeboy. I'm gonna leave his name out because occasionally he listens to the podcast and I don't want to put him on blast. But we've been friends since we was in the first grade. I would never forget. This nigga had the nastiest case of ringworm I've ever seen in my life. And I just think to myself, like, shit, is ringworm still a thing? Is life still a thing? Because I'm so detached from that world, I just don't think about it until stuff like this hits my timeline. So it's just yuck. <laughs> yuck. That's all I can think about. Like, pour some peroxide on that shit or something. I remember my oldest about four years ago had ringworm on her leg and it was like wearing how I haven't seen that since 88 you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> so that was that is still out there not not it seemed like it was way common for us as kids but like that was the first time I heard of that in a long time crazy crazy so uh y'all been watching this Dahmer on Netflix and I ain't gonna lie to you I watched the first episode and I went and investigated how many more I had to go and I saw it was 10 episodes, and I didn't want to spend my evenings like that, so I, I, just, I just kind of faded to black. I was like, the wife, if you want to continue, continue. It's going to take me a long time to watch something like that, because I just don't, I don't know. It, it just seemed like it wasn't going to be up my alley. I already know it ain't up my alley. I ain't even, try, I ain't even turned it on. <laughs> so we are four episodes in, and you 100% right, man. That first episode... What they say in sports in the first quarter, first series of the game, set the tone. That episode <laughs> set the motherfucking tone. And me knowing a very little bit about Jeffrey Dahmer, just based off of, you know, growing up in the 90s and hearing, you know, and passing, just passing stuff like, yeah, like he was killing people and eating people. Like, that's basically all you really know about Jeffrey Dahmer. But, like, knowing the people that he went after – 
how he got them to come to his crib and how creepy this dude really was is scary, man. So the thing that comes to my mind is like, that shit just doesn't stop. Those type of people just don't stop existing. There's been many a ser- serial killers out there. So they just haven't stopped making those, so to speak. There's still serial killers out there. So my thought process goes to, all right, are they still out there hunting for people, killing people? It's just not talked about. Or are these serial killers turning into these massive shooters? You know what I'm saying? That's going into grocery stores and everything like that, killing folks. Like, has it transitioned to that? Because that shit, watching that, man, I just felt so bad for so many people. Obviously, all the victims, but outside of the victims that he killed, the victims that are scarred, like, you know, think about this. He's got a cousin. He's got a cousin with the last name Dahmer, too. You know what I'm saying? That person's a victim because you can't go into a place and apply for a job and be like, my name is Bob Dahmer in 92, they're going to be like, huh? You are right. not going to get hired, you know? Right. And then right. think about like everybody that lived in that same building with him that weren't killed by him, they're victims of it too. You know, it's just a lot of victims. It's sad. But I'm a person that like when I start something, I finish. So we're going to watch like two episodes tonight. Ooh wee. <laughs> so is it is it graphic like what's what's the vibe I, like I, I don't feel like i'm gonna watch it there's i know the story enough to not want to have to see the story in this form uh so i don't think i'm gonna watch it but is it like showing him eating fingers and he got penises in the freezer like what so four episodes in what i could say is i think the directors and producers did a great job of displaying fear and conveying the fear to the audience and showing how creepy it is without being over the top gross. You know, it's not like what's those uh movies Saw. like Saw. Like it's not like that. Like it's very let your mind do the processing. It's like you see him doing something but they don't show exactly what he's doing. But you know yeah. because all right, hey man, we know this dude's a serial killer. We know this dude eight people. Uh, you let your mind do all the connecting the dots, so to speak. I'm only, like I said, one episode in, but the example I would say is they kept talking about how bad this apartment smelled. And by by the time you got through episode one, you could almost feel like you know what that smell was. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it, was Facts. Just, it, was, it was one of them things. Facts. Facts. And, and you don't want to, like, give props to anybody, so to speak, because... <laughs> Let, you know, I'm just saying, like... This is fired. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that, another but I'm saying, like, the actor that is playing Jeffrey Dahmer, he's doing a, a great job of creeping me the hell out and sh- shooting Nisi Nash is in it, and she's giving off, you know, that great motherly vibe in there and concerned person that lives in the building. She, uh... <laughs> She had this look on her face in this one episode. It's like, yo, I know that look. Like, that's the look of a concerned mother or whatever. And, like, she flicked her cigarette just, like, in disgust of trying to tell the cops, like, something's going on here. And it's just like, man, like, they're doing a great job because, you know, thinking about it, like, these are these are stories that have been told. And I know for the families, like, they're probably sick of this. I know they're sick of more and more of these documentaries coming out year after year, open up these scars and everything like that. But I do think it's important for people that weren't alive during that time to know about these people that, hey, man, shit ain't sweet out here. It's important for people to know, like, hey, man, you shouldn't park next to a van at night. You should, you know, walk with your keys and your knuckles when you walk into your car at night, like, because there's some creepy motherfuckers out here. I know I saw on Facebook a, a guy that I went to high school with, he grew up in my neighborhood, um, had a cousin or relative that was a victim of Jeffrey Dahmer. So, like, wow. like, like the the wounds that it opened up for his family in general, not, not per se him, because he was obviously, he was super, he's younger than me, he was pretty good at the time. But just the, the relatives and, and things that people have to relive on the victim side as well like you said the the Dahmer last name people are victims too but like like people that are really having just to relive this whole thing 
seems to be a little hard on them. But, like, I, I agree with you. Like, certain stories and certain things that happen in our country and in our world, like, you, you need to tell those stories and, 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 and let the people know kind of what, like you say, like, shit ain't sweet out here. It ain't always always Sunday night football and, and, and drinks and laughs. You know what I'm saying? There's some crazy shit going on. Factual, factual, man. Y'all listen to any new music so we can transition off of that crazy shit? Uh, nah, I haven't. I don't think I have. I, I started to check out the Tory, but I didn't get time. But I don't really, I don't really rock the Tory like that, so I wasn't like pressed to check it out. Um, my last project was the Ari Linux. I think it was probably the last one I listened. To. Same. That's what I was just about to say. I think that was the last one I went full way through currently in the lab with it right now i'm also uh also giving that Frey gibbs i'm halfway through that it's pretty dope so far so i'll ask you this who's who got the most anticipated album like who ain't dropped we had drake drop kendrick j cole we got those out the way is there anybody on y'all radar that y'all just waiting on specifically like this is like a little left field for me it's not like one of my core fans but since she is now being doing the Super Bowl, I'm ready to see some new Rihanna. I'm ready to see some new Rihanna tracks. Uh, I kind of missed like my, my club of years, the Rude Boys, and all that used to really mm-hmm. be popping. I, I just missed some of those. And a lot of my favorite artists has been uh, doing like festival and European tracks. I feel like you know, like just kind of like broaden their palette. I would say. So I, I I'm a homer and would like to have some old school Rihanna. You know, but. With her doing the Super Bowl, that should be something that's coming. So. Absolutely. Definitely new music for Rihanna's on the way. I really can't think of anybody. Everybody that I really fuck with heavy with has dropped already. Um, what about you? I was going to say Rihanna. <laughs> I, I, Anti is, I say it's a classic album. Anti is still heavy in rotation in this household. Her doing the Super Bowl. I think because she turned it down, maybe, what was that, three years, four years ago? Um, she was supposed to do the Super Bowl and, and like publicly came out and turned it down. So she got hits. Yeah, she and, got and hits. hips and hips. Don't <laughs> oh, this is new, Rihanna. <laughs> this is baby, 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 that close baby hips is popping. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget. <laughs> you, you right about that. So I am very excited to see this. Um, I don't know if they're going to have a whole bunch of people with her doing songs here and there. You know, they usually do like a little, little plethora of a couple artists. So I don't know if they're doing that, but it's not needed for real. Um, and like you said, Killer, I'm hoping this is kind of leading into what her is uh, dropping some new music. Breaking news, breaking news. Tyler Hero and the Miami Heat have agreed to a four-year, $130 million contract oh. extension. I thought you were about to say a trade. <laughs> I was about to start clapping. For oh, okay, I guess get that money, man. I can't be mad at that. One hundred thirty for four years. Damn, you're not. They give it out bags. It's six man of the year. It's the going rate. So was Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> Shit. Hey, he fumbled his bag. <laughs> As Magic Johnson said, he is not a Laker. <laughs> Speaking of the Lakers. There's Lakers news? Yeah, Russ is on the team. Schroeder's on the team. And Patrick Beverly's on the team. Who's the starting backcourt? Um, Starting backcourt should be... Shit. LeBron. Bronny. Mm-hmm. A part of me want to put Russ coming off the bench so he can be ball dominant. Um, but I don't know if that's going to like affect his mentals. You know what I'm saying? Like you throw Russ on the bench, he got, he going to be checked out, but that's my thought. I would start either Schroeder and Reeves, Schroeder, Reeves, Bron, AD, and that other dude that they picked up. I forgot his name. I want to say Jones. <laughs> they got a few of those on the roster. Like, you don't know where this dude came from or what his name is, but you're a fan now because he's on, he's on the Lakers now. So, <laughs> I don't know. It's going to be another uh, experiment. 
whole bunch of different lineups. I don't know, man. Season's in a couple weeks, and I'm 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 not ready. Yeah, season start on the 19th. Since we're talking Lakers, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? They'll squeeze yes. in there. I think yes, they'll squeeze they in there. All right, October 2nd. So, right, just mark that down. <laughs> Both of these niggas think the Lakers are making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they'll make it. They'll, they'll get in there, man. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't think so. I think they'll be watching just like me and you. Let me timestamp this like I did that Stefan Diggs comment. Let me. <laughs> right. All right. I should get out the prediction business, right? <laughs> damn, this nigga Tyler Hero got himself a little bag. A little bag. God damn. They are giving money away in the NBA, man. Word <laughs> to the wise people. Let your kids work on their jump shot. And right. you too, you too could be six man of the year and make $33 million a year. <laughs> Facts. Shit, that's all the topics. It's a sloppy pod. It's a sloppy huh. pod. Yeah, I was about to say I'm looking now. I think that's it, man. It's been it's been a couple weeks, so we had to we got a little rusty, you know what I'm saying? Facts, <laughs> facts, facts. But we get our we get our mojo back on track, man. There so it is. Can, can you put it on wax? I'm off next Sunday. If, we, if y'all want to be live and live and direct, let me know. Oh, that's right. She's gonna be gone. That's right. Going to see my, <laughs> going to see my dukes. That's right. Going up to the two one six to see my dukes. Um, Sound like a Tuesday pop. Right. <laughs> there is another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kevin Ash, DJ Killer Kev. Hey, this one. We out till next week. Peace.